Nation. With me is my lovely co-host, Mr. Chocolate Brown, Ryan Williamson. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chocolate Brown. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, are, are you are you more milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Neither. You got to be one. No, no, no. Crunchy? No. <laughs> Crunchy? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> nah, I'm more of a caramel. Ooh. Yeah. Caramel. Yeah. <laughs> if we have any, I noticed when I was looking at the numbers, we have some people living in Ireland that listen to the show. So shout out the Irish people. Yeah, that's so. Like hey, one person from Ireland's probably tuning in. Hey, we'll still take that. Hey, that's what's <laughs> up. Hey, I mean, hey, we're we're across the pond. We are, we are. We're uh, international. Something random that I just thought of, like Josh and I always joke about this, but Ryan, if <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> See. <I hear> you. <laughs> We always joke about like if we were gonna be in a gang, what would we be in? Like blood or a trip. So oh my gosh. if Kirk Cousins was to be in a gang, what gang would he be? <laughs> they would probably just initiate him just to jump him and then like leave him. <laughs> um I he'd probably be a blood. I couldn't see him being a crip and then trying to crip walk. It would be terrible. That'd be hilarious to watch. <laughs> Kurt Cousin crip walking. All right. Um, Russell Wilson. Uh, he would be. He would definitely be a crip. You think? Yeah. I think he's the guy that, you know, he was a former gang member, and then he kind of hurt. He kind of hosts like a. AA service for people to come come from the gangs, like a safe haven. Yeah, yeah. That's Russell Wilson. So he's like a transitional, like former yeah, like gang he, member. Like Russell Wilson is definitely the type of guy that is dry snitching. <laughs> Damn. And I love Russell, but I mean, it, it, he's quick. He would be quick to jump. <laughs> once, <laughs> once shit got real. That's true. <laughs> Why do y'all think about this? Because, <laughs> man, we listen to some rap and we're just like, I wonder what I would be. <laughs> okay. That order. All right. That 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 explains it. <laughs> Damn. I, I, I'd be I'd probably be a I'd probably be a crib. Okay. I got a pretty mean crib walk. Plus, plus, I'll go to LA and I'll show it. I'll show, you think I could pass with like you know like? <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> yeah, nah. They gonna be like, what the hell is going? <laughs> wow. I'd probably get shot on site. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you're in the wrong neighborhood doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, that was just a uh, just a random thing. We got a little bit of news. Not a lot since we last talked, but, you know, the biggest news of the past two, three days was the whole, immediately after we recorded the last episode, <laughs> yeah. Le'Veon gets released when we were just talking about him potentially being traded. And mm. then, of course, he goes to the Chiefs because <laughs> the Chiefs are now becoming the New England Patriots. And this is what <laughs> I, And this is what I feared they would become because, like, they're doing 
all the smart things and they're getting all these players. I mean, new, we like what, you know, what the Patriots used to do, like with Antonio Brown last year, like once he left the Raiders, like, Oh, the Patriots are going to pick up Antonio Brown. And they did yeah. like, immediately after that. My thing is, where is all this money coming from? I still, we've talked about it multiple times, but I don't understand. And I know you've tried to tell me, but like, it still doesn't make sense after all this keeps happening. You give someone a half a billion dollars, which is more than some like rosters probably almost. Yeah, the, it is. The Chiefs are pulling some strings here. I think Andy Reid's <laughs> paying Goodell in like burger coupons and just like keeping them on the hush hush. <laughs> nah, <laughs> he's paying him in like White Castle. <laughs> yeah, just a little white. Every like a six pack of White Castles every time they do a deadline or like a trade or pickup. <laughs> I probably say they have to like their. I mean, their GM is doing a great job. Um, because remember, he's you know Patrick Mahomes is still on that rookie deal per se. So that money is still not, you know, yeah, reflecting start, like that. It's going to start happening next year. Yeah, yeah. So just think about. It, I mean, if he's making two million, if that, then what? You know, the rest of the money is free. But then also, they probably signed him to like a minimum because whatever else that he's picking up from, because the Jets still got to pay him out the money too. So, you know, it's not really going to cost them anything. Hopefully, I mean, see, that's why they didn't even release the details for it because it's probably not nothing, you know. Yeah, I'm. I don't think I've seen anything yet about the contract yeah. details, but it's just so ridiculous. It's just becoming annoying now. The rich get richer, yeah. and I mean, it's. I mean, it's like but we'll see. It's like the NBA with the super teams. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, I'm on the fence of buying into the Le'Veon hype. You know, if this mm-hmm. were to happen two years ago when he was yeah shopping around and whatnot, then I'd be like, okay, I'm a little yeah. frightened by this now. But I mean, I think it's pretty even blend in that backfield now, especially because Le'Veon's aging and he's just coming off an injury. Like, let's not forget that. He hasn't mm-hmm. played much this this year. Yeah, and so so hopefully you know it could. I mean, kind of preserve him a little bit more, and then you know uh, Edward Tiller could you know still get the bulk of the seventy five you know seventy five percent of the carries and stuff like that. But I I kind of think that you know Le'Veon is going to cut into that. I don't know what, honestly, he might not. Because just think about it, that you could still have Edward Solaire and just put Le'Veon out in the slot. I think it's, I think it's pretty it'll, – it'll be pretty even. Yeah, okay. And, I mean, I know Amarin is pretty much, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, heartbroken about that. but He'll be okay. He'll live. Yeah. Um, before we jump into any further news – I forgot to mention that we do have a little bit of a special guest on the show, a new little segment that we're going to debut. Stats with Pat, Mr. Sports Stat Pat himself, Patrick Frazier, <laughs> will be joining the show to give us some some stats that you might not even think of, but somehow his brain allows him to think of them. So <laughs> look forward to That's speaking good. with him later on. Um, yeah. 
another in, in other news, the COVID situation with the Colts and well and the Falcons. So I think mm-hmm. yesterday the Falcons had their whole facility shut down. Yes. And is that is the Minnesota game going to happen now? Uh, could they? They? Uh, I don't know. The I Falcons didn't... keep just doing stupid stuff, even after Dan Quinn. <laughs> like, it's just like, just go. What you call it? Can't even stop. Just stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go yeah, live in your house like, for a minute. And then it's like literally like the day after he got fired. Well, Raheem, that's when they shut the facility down. And then Raheem Moore is like literally like, damn. Well, shit, I can't even coach the damn team because yeah. I can't even do anything. Uh, I don't know if they are or not. I think it's still on as of now, but earlier this morning, the Colts, uh, we're recording this Friday morning earlier, the Colts had originally some COVID tests come positive, but later in the afternoon, it turns out they were false positives, which Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be on the front end and call bullshit on because (laughs) I'm starting to just not believe the more these things happen. Like, how are you going to have that many false positives? Where are you getting these tests from to give you that many, like, five false Did, positives? Oh, it said, uh, I don't know. It said all I mean, of see, them were false positives. All? All of them. Like, no. Like, 53? <laughs> no, well, like, like uh, the, ones, the positives. Five. The positives oh, okay. were all false positives. I don't know. I mean... It- uh, I don't know. They, I don't know where their main, like who their, you know, dealer is, but um, I hope their they. dealer. Drug dealer. Yeah, because I mean, sorry, just think about it. Like, you're getting all these tests, like, every day. Um, so it's like you have to, I don't know who is whatever, but they need to figure something out. I don't know. I think it's pretty suspect. Well, even what about the like the illnesses, the quote unquote illness that people are getting hit with too? See, because even they put out a statement the other day talking about you still have to quarantine yourself and be away from everybody too, even though even it's not COVID related. And it's a couple players that have this quote unquote illness. Well, that's like you know that's like even in the workplace. Even if like if I have a cold or something mm-hmm. i would have to stay home yeah but i don't know it's just all becoming a little like because i think people are starting to really understand even more like this isn't gonna affect me and whatnot and so like let's just play the fucking game but yeah i'm still like putting my tin tin hat on that the, these are some of these are fake injuries i'm, I'm just I, <laughs> two week injuries where they come back and it's like oh it's my hamstring or i had like calf strains yeah back. i don't know i don't i don't believe it yeah okay i'm full covid conspiracy theorist <laughs> right now all right um i think that's gonna do it for the news so mm-hmm. do you want to jump in and do our week six breakdown sure all righty let's do it First game, Chicago versus Carolina. Chicago is still a fraudulent four and one team now. <laughs> and the Panthers are a surprisingly decent three and two team. Yeah. Give me the Panthers. 
<laughs> you still don't. Uh, still yeah, don't you still not. Still don't believe. Uh, um. Uh, I'll yeah. I'm gonna go with the Panthers too. The the Bears defense is still not what it was like, you know, a couple years ago. It's kind of suspect a little bit. And Khalil Mack, remember we were talking about, uh, you know, Who? Khalil Mack. Exactly. Yeah. Khalil Mack. <laughs> um, and he showed up a little bit last game, but the weeks before he hasn't even been, not, yeah, he's been all, non-existent. Yeah. All of his hype has just died down since he mm-hmm. – left like well, since his initial year with Chicago and I mean I was yeah. upset when he didn't come to Green Bay but I mean I'm totally fine now that we got Preston Smith and uh Sidarius Smith yeah yeah I I just feel as if Carolina's they're actually like clicking on a team chemistry like type mm-hmm. of cylinder and they're kind of using that no one expected this mentality. And I, I mean, I didn't expect Matt Rule to come in and utilize his game plan and implement it into, you know, that offense the way it's been implemented. So Teddy yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is playing a consistent level, which I mean he always does, but Robbie Anderson is much more than a you know, a straight straight line type of receiver yeah. now. He's he's evolved from that mm-hmm. and you still have uh, DJ Moore coming into his to his own. Yeah, you're you're clicking without Christian McCaffrey. You have Mike yeah. Davis for God's sakes in the backfield, and the defense. I mean, it's not good, but it's good enough to keep you in the game as long as like you're not turning the ball over, mm-hmm. which Teddy Bridgewater rarely does. Yeah, and. I'm just still not buying into Nick Foles and that offense. Yeah, no. Nah. Not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I was like, <laughs> it was like a pause. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I agree. Uh, Nick Foles is still backfooting it. All his passes, backfoot bull. Yeah. He's was the it, next Phillip Rivers. If he lasts that long. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. The game, one of the games that were really – interested in hello Bodie um, <laughs> I'm not ready to believe in Cleveland just yet uh, give me one more week of Pittsburgh and this is this is the prove it game for me this is where my dumb brain is like prove it to me Cleveland like tell me that you know you're legit but I'm not ready to buy in just yet <sighs> I don't know I think I'm going to go ahead and go with the Browns. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, though. I don't think, like, no defense is even going to be – it's not even going to be a thing. Um, if they could get to Big Ben and hit him a couple times, rattle him a little bit, make him show his old age, then I think that's the only advantage Cleveland might have. But other than that – yeah, what, I'm, I'm gonna go with Cleveland. What do we think Big Ben would do if he got hit over the head like Mason Rudolph did? <laughs> he probably would die. <laughs> I think he would too. I think he would like fake, fake a coma, and then like forget 
to wake up from that fake coma mm-hmm. because his brain would be so rattled and then he would <laughs> he would think himself into being a vegetable like ben you know you could move and talk and he's just like this for the rest of his life <laughs> just sitting, <laughs> just sitting in a wheelchair and everyone's pushing him around and he but he could he could do everything functionally it's just his brain just turned to mush after the hit <laughs> that probably will happen i mean i hope it doesn't that would be crazy if that actually happened i think or i think think there's gonna be uh i think there'll be some fights this week yeah yeah i was thinking that too because just think about like if mason rudolph is standing on the sideline and somehow they cut you know um uh dang what's his name if they pan over to mason miles garrett (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if like miles garrett like somehow cut like tackle somebody out of bounds and mason rudolph is right there or something they collide i think that probably that fight will probably break out you think like you think mason rudolph says another racial slur to him <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah yeah that's it, mason rudolph has the face of just like someone that spouts racial slurs <laughs> he's like one of those uh one of the people that went to <laughs> God. The Charles, the Charles. <laughs> he's oh he's that guy with the pitchfork. Wow, with the khakis and the uh, yeah tucked in um, <laughs> college shirt. Yeah, but but wow. yeah, I'm I'm taking Pittsburgh. Um, I think it, I think it will be high scoring as well. It'll be a mm-hmm. sneaky uh, over game because Cleveland's defense can't stop anything. No. Uh, Denver versus New England. This game is going to be played. Apparently, Melvin Gordon didn't practice today, so it's the Philip Lindsay show in Denver. Drew Locke might be back, but none of that scares me against New England, especially if Cam's back. Mm-hmm. And it's in New England. This is yeah. New England every day of the week. Yeah. And their defense is still top. So yeah, I'm just going New England. Yeah. Uh, the thing is yeah. that we're going to see though is that it, while Melvin Gordon has been pretty decent this year in his new offense, I don't understand why people just forget that Philip Lindsay is a good running back. He's ran for a thousand yards every year since he's been in the league and he's oh. an undrafted running back. Yeah, you said a good running back is. I thought you were probably saying like isn't a good. People probably oh, think no, he no, isn't no. a good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, and for you to go out in free agency and go sign another running back, uh, pretty much, you know, slap Philip Lindsay in the face. But yeah, I don't know. It's the Broncos and John Elway. Who knows? Yeah, no one knows what John Elway even thinks. <laughs> like, he, he's got such a weird face. I hate looking at it. <laughs> That that's all that that game really presents, though. I mean, I I don't yeah. want, I have no interest in watching this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of feel like it's going to be a blowout anyway. Yeah, Houston versus Tennessee. You go, you go, you go first. <laughs> all right. Every fiber in my body does not want me to say this. But guess what? I'm not going to say it. I'll oh pick the other. Uh, t- <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, uh, I'll go ahead and go with the Titans. Um, 
the I mean the Texans look okay, but it's the Texans and if Romeo Cornell had his hat backwards, I mean expect a loss. So <laughs> I'm I'm uh, interested in this game. You think it's gonna be like a tough matchup or it's weird is it that Vegas, be a game? It's weird that Vegas has Tennessee as basically a pick 'em because Vegas always gives three points to the home team for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's Tennessee minus three. So I don't know what they're thinking after that after that slacking that yeah. Tennessee just gave to Buffalo on Tuesday. Yeah. How do something's, Vegas like something's weird with that line? I don't I don't know. But I mean but I think did, Tennessee wins. They're the much better team. Yeah. Much better defense. But it's something weird's going on there. But then how did like Vegas must know like somebody on the let me, inside? Let me let me make sure that it's still minus three. It was still minus three whenever I was looking up the lines earlier today. Okay. Minus three and a half. So wow. still, I don't know. Pretty weird. Yeah, that is weird. I, I think it, I think it's probably that because Titans are coming off a kind of a short a, the shortest week that you can have yeah. pretty much. Um, but also a big game, a big win in a big game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, yeah, Tennessee should win this by ten. Yeah, I mean they've they're well rested. Well, probably- not really. <laughs> Well, I mean, before, you know, they pretty yeah. much had two weeks off. Yeah. Baltimore versus Philadelphia. Baltimore should win this game handily. It just Why depends. say should? You think they... I'm, they, they, <laughs> I'm telling, I, hey, Philadelphia is doing that dumb thing to where, like, they're... Like, Wentz is coming back a little bit. Yeah. Into form, and... Don't forget about Fulgham, the new the new goat wide receiver. <laughs> Nobody <And> even. <laughs> I don't know. This Baltimore's going to win, but I think Philadelphia's yeah. going to give them a good game in the first half. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Okay. That's fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, I'm not buying into that Wentz bull crap because <sighs> what's fool's gold? Is fool's gold. He might have tricked everybody else <laughs> when he got drafted. But he was good for a little bit. What, like a year? <laughs> and then he got hurt for two years, you know? No. Yeah, nah. And see, and this is going to be a tough matchup because remember, Philly's offensive line is hurt. So, and who they're would have thought it? I swear to God, they're always hurt. <laughs> yeah, and the Ravens might just blitz the crap out of them. So yeah, I think they might score. Your field goal kicker might get the, you know get six. He might get have like thirty points in fantasy this week. So are you telling me? Oh damn, the lines already jumped from seven to nine and a half. Okay, so <laughs> Baltimore wins by ten or more. Yeah, or more. Okay. All right, your Washington football team versus the New York football giants. Washington has lost four straight games by 14 points or more. Yeah. What do you guys say about that, Ryan? 
you see you see earlier this morning that uh haskins was back in the building but had to i think he had to leave because of or no he was coming back because he had like gastrointestinal problems so like dwayne haskins had the shits yeah like what? you did before the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! What? Whatever. <laughs> hey, when you have to go, you have to go. Um, no, I didn't see that. Part of me wants to take Washington here, but that's the dumb pick. This I don't is like know. this I mean, is the only game that the Giants will be favored in, besides if if they play the Jets this year. Yeah. I'm still go. I'm a, I'm gonna go with my football team. I'm not gonna go with the Giants. Uh, and I mean, if Alex Smith is playing, like he gives no, us a better Kyle, Kyle Allen's playing. Kyle Allen's playing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, well, when Alex Smith comes in, <laughs> uh, he gives us a better chance of winning. But I'm gonna still go with us. Um, I can't. Eli 2.0 is terrible. I'm taking like, I'm taking Eli 2.0 over Kyle Allen or one-legged Alex Smith or <laughs> wow. poopy pants Haskins. <laughs> All right, don't don't text me I, talking about. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's at it's at MetLife too. So, oh at. It's at MetLife. So That's Alex even Smith, worse. Don't, don't touch the field. <laughs> yes, please do the, not. The sticky turf will. Good lord, he'll lose both of his legs. <laughs> Damn. All right, Atlanta versus Minnesota. Not wow. sure if this one is going on yet or not. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. But shout out Amron because this is a must bet situation. Okay. ESPN NFL Nation reporter. I'm so fucked up for saying this on the podcast. For the Atlanta Falcons, Vaughn McClure. Oh my gosh. Passed away. So, Atlanta, tragedy game. Atlanta gets their first win. Yeah, you are messed up for saying this. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Hammer the Falcons. For real, uh, though, for real though, R&P to him as well, though. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I say that in a in a fucked up joking manner, but seriously, R&P. Okay, all right. I guess that's that's better. That's better. But tragedy um, game always bet the team that is facing a tragedy. Okay, but I'm not gonna bet for. <laughs> I'm not going for the. Yeah, I think the Vikings probably win this. I don't think the the Falcons are definitely a shell of themselves. Matt Ryan is is Matt Schaub right now. So we did see the Texans last week rally for a win under Romeo Cornell. So mm-hmm. maybe the Falcons rally for this Morris interim head coach. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I'm going to go, oh, he's going to rally for that one win. And then hey, that's all it takes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm still going with the Vikings. Um, I'm going to get like blood. What I said, blood cousin. He going to. Uh, <laughs> blood. Co- oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What if he just like, what if he did just one day like throw up the blood? 
in the end zone. I know. I'll be like, what? On, the, on that video. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, no, Kirk Cousins banging out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if he – if he, I think the Vikings – yeah, I think the Vikings is going to pull it out. Um, yeah, the Falcons have no hope. I think they, they might go 0-16. Oh, and oh, come on! They're not going zero and sixteen. They're trending. They're trending that way. <laughs> they're not going zero and sixteen. Okay, I'll give them three and thirteen at worst. All well, right. Yes, at worst. Okay. All right. Detroit versus Jacksonville. <laughs> no one wants to watch this. I mean, <laughs> I was almost dumb enough to take Detroit in the survivor pool. And I was, I was like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm trying to like outsmart myself when mm-hmm. if Tristan and I both win, we still have yeah. weeks to come to where I need to pick Detroit. But I do think I Detroit's going to win this game. They're favorited on the road I think by three. Okay. I just don't believe in Minshew or that team. I, I'm, I'm on – Fully on board. Something just hit the window. I'm fully on board. <laughs> I heard that, that the first week against the Colts was a complete fluke. And Doug Marone, I don't know why that like that whole talk isn't happening about him losing his job because it was last year. But yeah, but you're, totally about to go, you're about to go one and five. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about Doug Marone. I mean, he would probably get fired at the end of the season or something. And we'll, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll have to get Patrick's uh, takes on what oh, yeah. what needs to happen with the Jacksonville Jaguars because mm-hmm. you want to talk about someone that's a shell of themselves. Literally, it's the Jaguars from 2017. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see them winning a game. I think they might be in uh, – Well, they've won a game already. You don't, you see <laughs> no, I mean, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see them winning another game. I'll, I'll say that maybe one one more, so they might go two and fourteen. Uh, but yeah, I think the Lions probably have this. I mean, I don't know if Matthew Stafford is gonna you know throw the game or anything or whatever. But I mean, he's been pretty why much he, controlling. Why would, he, why would he throw the game? Because you know he usually he throws a lot, whole bunch of. Sometimes he throws a lot of interceptions. Oh, in interceptions. So you think he does um, it on purpose? No, nah, he doesn't do it on purpose. The only person that does it on purpose is Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't even think he does it on purpose. I think he's like, or, like he's too smart for his own good, and like then it just starts exploding in his own head. <laughs> or Jameis Winston. Jameis loves to throw interceptions. He does that for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not interested in this game. I think yeah. Detroit goes into Jacksonville and wins by at least a touchdown. Okay. Cincinnati versus Indianapolis. Joe Burrow had a bad week last week. Mm-hmm. Indy did as well. Well, yeah, no, they did against Cleveland. Yeah. I think Indy writes the ship and takes care of Burrow. I think that I think that defense also steps up again. The line is currently off because of the whole it hasn't been loaded back up the whole covid stuff but okay when it was on indianapolis was a plus or a minus eight favorite okay i i see that i mean 
Yeah, because, I mean, he's facing two top, like, top ten defenses in two weeks. So, I, but I'm going I'm to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. I'm going to see – yeah, I'm going to go with him. Maybe he can – he makes some corrections from last week and will probably do better this week. I'm going I'm to go with the Bengals. Maybe they could get AG, A.J. Green started, I mean, because he's been nowhere – no, on the offense, like no. anywhere. No, I mean, AJ Green's probably getting on a separate bus to travel with the team, <laughs> and he's telling the driver to just you know keep going once they get into Indianapolis. <laughs> he's like, take me to Kentucky for all you can. <laughs> Here's an extra hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> he wants nothing to do with Cincinnati. Yeah, I know. I mean, he keeps saying that he doesn't want to leave, but. I mean, look, if you – Bro, just you leave. You might as well just leave. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. leave. Like, I mean, jump on somebody else's team. Like, I mean, it's plenty of teams that – Pull a left bell. Start shit-talking. Yeah. Zach Taylor's play calling. Yeah, exactly. Get up out of there. All right, the Jets, the Jets versus the Dolphins. Okay. Oh, oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. This is the week Adam Gates gets fired because he's going to play his former team – and he's going to lose against the Dolphins. So it'll be like the Dolphins firing him again for the second time. <laughs> yeah, this is, this might be the perfect, like, perfect week. Yeah. week. I don't even know why he's even still a coach. Like how, how, okay. The Jets are completely in shambles, like even more so than what we originally thought. So, <laughs> yeah. In a span of a week, Darnold talks about him like there's trade talks about Darnold mm-hmm. in in the in the limelight. Yeah. And then that you know that pipes down a little bit. Then the Le'Veon Bell situation starts happening. Yeah. In the midst of that even happening, Quinnen Williams is part of a trade talk. Oh, your, really? I didn't your see that. Third your third overall pick from last year when you could have got a haul as well, mm-hmm. you know, for that third pick. So now you're 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 wanting to trade him. You release Lev Bell. The trade talks are still on for Williams. And you and overall you kept Adam Gase. What the hell are they doing? It does not make sense to me. What what I don't know what at what Adam Gase must have blackmail on the owner. <laughs> does he have like the um like some photos or something. He's like, got to have <laughs> pictures of the owner, like hooking up with a hooker or something. Like I'll tell your wife if you fire me. Yeah, I don't know. Something's going on. Just that makes yeah. no sense on how you mm-hmm. could completely still trust this guy to run your run your franchise, and then he's talking about trading your once thought of franchise quarterback, and then he's just getting he's wanting to clean house. I, yeah. The Jets are so stupid. So please, Miami, let this be the week. Get the double firing on them. Yes, please. Oh my gosh, I didn't even what? Wow, it's tough to be a Jets fan. I don't think I. I would hope no one that is a Jets fan like is claiming that they're a Jets fan. 
Besides, uh, yeah. besides, besides like Mike Greenberg, he'll he'll go to the grave talking about <laughs> being a Jets fan. Like we get it, Green, you're a Jets fan. Your life sucks. <laughs> uh, my friend Eric, uh, he's a Jets fan, and I mean he's not claiming it because I texted him the other day. He hasn't said anything. He's just, just like. He's just been sending me trash can emojis. We That's need to get we need to get Eric <laughs> we need to get Eric on the pod if they keep Adam Gase after this week. Okay. All right. All right. Game of the week. Green Bay versus Tampa Bay, Battle of the Bays. Obviously I'm going with Green Bay. I even took them money line earlier this week, which I rarely ever bet on my team. But it was appalling when this line came out originally after the Tampa Bay game last week. Tampa Bay was a minus three favorite. And the line then shifted to Green Bay like minus two and a half. But mm-hmm. it's now down to a pick em, And that's where I got it. I, the money line was the same, minus 110. But Green Bay is just a better team right now. They're all on the same page, which I still believe that Tom mm-hmm. Brady and his team are not. But yeah. we do have Kevin King is practicing, I believe, but limited. So it might just be the Josh Jackson show in Green Bay, and he'll have to face either Evans or Godwin, which is a nightmare for somebody that is still trying to prove his worth in the NFL. Yeah. So the, the weapons are finally coming back for Tampa Bay. It, I just, I you got to go with the team that has the most chemistry at this point. I mean, I'm coming out mm-hmm. as a homer as well, but I would take them even if I didn't have a dog in the race. Yeah. Plus, fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. I, damn. Dang. A little harsh, but four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um yeah, I'll I'm gonna go ahead and jump on with you. Like I'm gonna definitely go with Green Bay. Yeah, they don't I don't think Tampa Bay probably won't click into like week eight or whenever they had a buy, you know, so they could actually be on the same page. Everybody's healthy, whatever. But yeah, I don't think it's I mean, it's going to be a shootout, but I think Green Bay is going to still win. It's pretty funny that Tom Brady could, you know, totally disregard and dismiss COVID protocols in the offseason and still get together with his offense and his wide receivers, yet they still can't be on the same page. Funny how you could try and cheat, Tom, but you can't win. (laughs) Wow. Doesn't doesn't work work down in Tampa Bay, only in – only in New England. Yeah. Just Bill Belichick made you. <laughs> All right. The Rams versus the 49ers. The 49ers got to show us something that they're still that team. Yeah. You know, in the West. But, I mean, they're getting healthy on the offensive side of the ball, at least. Yeah. I mean, they still got. Still got well, Debo's you know, people coming back, I believe. I thought he was already back. Oh, he might be back. Yeah, I thought he was already back. But Kittle's I mean, healthy. Jimmy G. It, yeah, you have, that's you the, have to be best. You have to be. Yeah, better. that's that's what is going to really uh, 
be the person to watch is Jimmy G. Like, I mean, this man gave what ne- was negative points last week or point eight? Yeah, it, was like, it was like minus one point eight in fantasy. Yeah. So for you to be the starting quarterback and you give out that, um, hopefully you could do better. Maybe the defense will do better. I don't know, but I mean the Rams are like for real. I looking think, like the Rams from the Super yeah, Bowl. Like Super yeah, I, Bowl. I think the Rams take care of business here. I think it'll be a pretty fun game, actually. Let's see what the line is on this one. So, yeah, pretty pretty even. Rams are minus three against San Francisco. So this is a Sunday night game, though. I I, I will side with Vegas there and take – the Rams against these 49ers until they prove that they could get back on track. This is a tough game for them to, you know, prove that too. Yeah. But yeah. It would, a a, tough, it would be a meaningful one. Yeah. It'd be a tough, yeah. A tough bounce back game, especially getting beat by the dolphins and they put up 42 on you. Yeah. <laughs> so we got both, a lot to prove. Yeah. So we're both doing with the Rams. We'll jump into the first Monday game this one starts right at five which is kind of cool but it's also like it's a little too early but well shoot this thing about in california yeah, it comes on at two guys. yeah no sucks. actually i like i like that actually because that gave me something to watch okay sidebar i i used to hate eastern time before jenny and i moved out here but i went to vegas for work one one time mm-hmm. i hate pt all right, you're talking about that. Um, we're talking about Kansas City versus Buffalo. Yeah. Early game. Oh, we were talking about me. Time zones. Time zones. In Vegas. Yeah, did not like that when I was out there because I was in the conference when all these games were on. I'm like, I, I want to go I want to gamble on this. Can I please leave now? But, like, all the key <laughs> games were going on, going on at, like, 11 in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> so see like and i used to hate I, eastern time because it's so late and i still kind of do mm-hmm. because i'm like exhausted the next day but yeah it's kind of clutch coming home and like knocking out all the stuff that you have to do around the house and then sitting down and just watching the game instead of like central time you get off work and you're kind of racing to the house and you have an hour mm-hmm. to do stuff yeah yeah you're right and that's the one thing like i hear on sundays it's like i literally wake up like I sleep in a little bit and then literally roll out of bed <laughs> yeah. and then just like grab something and then it's it's coming on. So I don't yeah. know. I like it out here though. So, so the five o'clock game, two o'clock for you, Kansas city versus Buffalo. I think Kansas city takes them to the woodshed. Yeah. After, I mean, after the, what the Titans did to them, both, and, of, well, both of them coming off a loss. Oh yeah. That's but, true. I'm going to take the more experienced team and the better team, Kansas City, to just slap up Buffalo again. Because I think Buffalo is kind of demoralized. After After the Titans game, yeah. Yeah. They might be. I mean, I don't even know why Josh Norman is even still on the team. But 
Whatever. <laughs> I hate Josh Norman. Can we just sidebar <laughs> on this real quick? When he was with the Panthers, yeah. he had that. He's a one-hit wonder. Everyone's yes. talking about him. You guys paid him so much money. I'm like, wait, and I overpaid. Yeah, and, and I, guys, I, and I absolutely hated that move because I was like, why would y'all pay him this much money? Obviously, something was wrong because you know the Panthers signed him, and then they was like, nah, never mind. Yeah, no, the dude was so, never good. He can, well, congrats, he shut down OBJ. Yeah, that's what got him his money. Yeah, he could thank Odell for his career. <laughs> but go on. Yeah, he shouldn't have but, a job. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Yeah. After what Derrick Henry did to him, no. Yeah, no, he should not at all. He needs to go into WWE so he could be put through a table or something. Uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but not like you were saying. Yeah, I think yeah the Chiefs probably would take advantage of this game, especially you know, especially now having Le'Veon, they're probably gonna just run run the crap out of it, but still throw, um, expose Josh Norman again. Uh, I yeah, I I think Kansas City's gonna have a heyday with this defense. Yeah, yeah, because also just like Tennessee. Buffalo's come on that short week, and you have to prepare mm-hmm. for all those weapons on Kansas City. And now Le'Veon Bell gets thrown into the mix. Yeah. I'm taking the over in this game. Okay. Got to. I think it's what, – what is it? What is it? What is it? It is – It's probably like 55. Over is 57 and a half. It did start at 55, so it's going up. Oh, okay. Hmm. Wow, Ron, you work for Vegas? No, nah, I mean, this is a wild guess. <laughs> All right. And the final Monday night game, the actual one, Arizona versus Dallas. A little Emmett Smith honorary game. People forget Emmett Smith played for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I don't when know. And the Cowboys. Well, yeah, no, no. I was about to say, no, not that. When the Cowboys didn't want him anymore. Yes, see. Yep. Um, I said I wasn't going to take – I wasn't going to pick the – well, I, I'm not going to bet the Cardinals. I'm not going to bet the Cardinals, but I will pick okay. the Cardinals. Okay. I, I'm not ready to give Andy Dalton the credit yet. If he wins, then I'll be like, okay, Andy, like you got to prove it to me that you could run this offense, and you're not, you know, Sandy Dalton used to be a decent quarterback, and then like for some for some weird reason it just all like declined on him. So you have to <laughs> prove to me that you're not just this perennial NFL backup at this point in your mm-hmm. career. Yeah, prove to me that you still have a little bit of that, you know, starting caliber especially with all those weapons that you have at your fingertips. But I'll take Kyler and that offense. It's a fraudulent offense. I mean, I don't – Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury is going to go back to college in the next year or two. Oh, damn. Okay. And – but I'll, I'll take I'll take Kyler to carve up that defense because the defense for Dallas is just a paper bag at this point too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the Cowboys. Ooh. 
which and I kind of don't want to, but what you literally said as far as like Andy Dalton and stuff, what you said with Andy Dalton, sorry, my battery. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> what they said with Andy Dalton, um, I think that he's probably going to might do better. Uh, I think, I mean, he has too many weapons to throw to. Might, so, do, um, might do better than who, though? Like, his old self? Like, then his Tyler. old self. Oh, yeah, okay. then his yeah. old self. Yeah, I think he, you know, I one mean. Would, if, one would hope. Yeah, I mean, if you mess this shot up, I don't know what to tell you. You should never be in the league again. You have too many weapons, and, you know. Uh, so, hopefully, he throws for, even if he has to throw the ball 60 times, just keep throwing it. His arm might fall off. I don't think that they need to <laughs> – they need to establish Zeke first to have any shot. Yes, 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 yes. They because, do. Because then you're freeing up Andy Dalton for him to – you're opening up the full playbook for him mm-hmm. at that point. So if they can do that, if they can get Zeke going against this defense, what they might what they might be able to now that Chandler Jones is out too for the season. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. So, I mean, the, the Cardinals defense is nothing to – you know, praise at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I forget Patrick Peterson's even a real thing too. <laughs> I know, now now, that, now like, that I'm talking about their defense. And then they still got Isaiah Simmons, which might, he might step in and take uh, Chandler Jones spot. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't, I thought I, it doesn't was, even matter. I thought he was a free safety. I don't know what the hell they're, no. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, you should just put him at linebacker. Stop. Like, this. I don't know. Fuck it. Just put him yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, exactly. you're playing safety. Yeah. Coach, I don't want to play both sides. <laughs> you don't have a choice. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All righty. We'll see. So, that's going to be it for the week six breakdown. We'll see how these plays play out on Sunday. But for now, before we go any further, I would just like to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. Week five is in the books, but week six is coming up, and Thrive Fantasy has all the props you need. Betting on players, whether they're going to go for over 360 yards or under 360 yards, or if Zeke is going to run for 110 yards or under 10 yards, they have it all on Thrive Fantasy. Ryan loves Thrive Fantasy. I love Thrive Fantasy. I love player props in general because mm-hmm. it allows me to pick. If you're like me, I like to pick players that are on my fantasy team so I could, one, double up. I could pick, you know, Tyler Boyd to go over 49 and a half yards. Do I think it's going to happen? I mean, with, with Joe Burrow, anything's possible. So I'm going to take the over <laughs> on that. And if it hits, then my fantasy team's doing good. Ryan, which props do you like this week? Do you like Tom Brady to go over two and a half touchdowns? Uh, no, I do not. I Thank don't think you. he's going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the props that I, that's kind of intriguing to me that they have on here is Lamar for over 225 yards passing. Over. Hmm. So, each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. 
rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use promo code FOUNDATION when you sign up and receive an extra $25 bonus on your first deposit of $25 or more. That's promo code FOUNDATION to receive an extra $25 bonus on your first deposit of $25 or more. Download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store or from the Google Play Store and get to making some cash. And now, Stats with Pat, Mr. Sports Stat Pat himself. All right, we now welcome on Sports Stat Pat, Patrick Frazier himself. How's it going, buddy? Good Hello. Friend of, good friend of the podcast and, yes. and of ours. So is this your first podcast? Oh, this is the first one ever. I'm Pop excited oh, wow. to be on here. Bit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, how my my pod voice is and immediately <laughs> hating it. Kind of like when you hear like your, yourself yeah. on like a video call or something, but no, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. That was a hard yeah. thing that I had to get used to because I fucking hate hearing myself on like <laughs> phone calls or when I'm on speakerphone with Jenny or something. <laughs> I just sound like crap. So you'll, you'll get used to it. You'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah. Just, we'll see how it goes. Just act yeah, like, you know, know you're embarrassed, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're putting it all out there. Well, also, I, I'm interested on how this mic works. This is like a – I'm sure that HCA probably got it, you know, for a, a very nice deal, to put it nicely. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know the quality. So, hopefully, it picks up well. But It's, it's working fairly well. We hear you pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty good. Nice. All right. So, we wanted to bring you on because – of the handle that I think you just found the password to like recently in the past like two weeks, but yep. sports stat Pat, whenever I got the follow request from you on Twitter of the handle, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so tell us the origin of this handle. Like were you just hammered one night? Like I want to look up wonky stats or how did it come about? So that's a really good question. Um, so, uh, not to dive into boring work stuff, but I was switching into a, a newer position for work and it's sort of a business intelligence, you know, general data analysis position. And I was like, okay, I need to kind of do some prep for this. I want to get a little acquainted with some applications, but you know, what am I going to look at? And I was like, well, I was like, big fan of like all the John Boyce videos. Um, if y'all haven't watched them, very cool stuff that he does. Um, a few other accounts that are similar. And so I was like, okay, I could kind of, I can kind of go with this. Cause y- you know, I, I never wanted to like sit there and just like fire away like immediate stats of like, Oh, Tom Brady had a, you know, an 82% completion mm-hmm. rate. That's yeah. tweet. Cause it's like, who cares? So I wanted to kind of have, very unique things, very wonky things that I could, you, you know, use these platforms, test it out, make it, you know, less boring of studying applications and stuff like that on my, in my free time. So here we are. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. Uh, the stat that gets the most generation from, because it's your pinned tweet, but is this a real, did, did you look this up? In fact, like, okay. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> From the beginning of his NFL career to present day, Drew Brees has sent a football into the air further than the distance between Toronto and the Niagara Falls. That's true. I love those type of stats. What? (laughs) Wow. He's got the air miles right there. He's got the Southwest reward points. 
<laughs> you think he's you think he's a uh, first class? Like he would be first class if he wasn't an NFL quarterback. Uh, I bet Breeze looks like the guy that would request. Yes. Yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. Like out of every other airport, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're we're talking about the the beautiful city of New Orleans, absolutely. So, what's been your favorite part about looking up these crazy stats, or just you know finding the type of content that you want to put out there? Uh, really the freedom just to kind of look up crazy stuff like that, you know, just kind of piecing things together. It's also been a pretty cool, like, project, I guess. I, f- I feel like especially now in quarantine, everyone is finding a lot of projects to keep their time busy and everything. So Shout out, shout out us. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a perfect time to do it, you know. Anytime's a great time to jump in and dive into it. But and also I'm like, well, I can find – finally feel a little productive you know doing it so <laughs> it's basically one of those things where you're like fuck, fuck my job and i need <laughs> something like kind of fun to to make what i do interesting <laughs> yeah definitely definitely makes training stuff uh pretty nicely so uh, that brings up another good point too about how you're like oh you found the password two weeks ago <laughs> essentially so um yeah i was i was firing off some random projects you know tiny little things back in like oh maybe like january or so um so this is all you know pre-quarantine but what happened was i actually lost all of my trial licenses and i i don't use my work stuff to you know work on projects outside of it and so i i don't have any like my you know like dashboard licenses or anything right now so <laughs> i need to fire up some more trials but uh yeah i kind of fell off for a little bit but jumped back into it slightly because of boredom and also another, you know, perfect timing with NFL just finished up a wild NBA finals and while NBA uh, playoffs. So a lot of good content there, a lot of good stuff to check out. Got the masters coming up. So, you know I mean? It's like the perfect time for sports too. So a lot of, a lot of good stats. Yeah. That boy's back. All right, Ryan, you, you are interested in Patrick's, love for the Jacksonville Jaguars and Blake Bortles. So go ahead. I mean, cause you brought it up earlier in the pod that you want to, you want to pick his brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first I want to ask you, why are you a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? Very good question. So it's a blessing and a curse, mainly a curse right now usually every year except for, I guess, like the 2017 AFC run that they had. I think that was 2017, but um, usually it's a curse. So uh, I actually lived in Jacksonville, Florida for like three years or so. I was in like kindergarten to third grade. And so beginning of third grade, I guess. And so that's around the time I started, you know, like, you know, really liking football. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's a home team. Cool. I'm like, you know, like, oh, yeah, they got cool car- like cool jersey colors and stuff. Awesome. I'll mm-hmm. be their fan. So I'm, like, locked in. And then I moved to Tennessee. And so, of course, you know, only Tennessee Titans fans are yeah. already here. And they're, like, the Jags of all people. Because it's, it's, like, I feel like it's not that unheard of. Someone living in Nashville, especially, you know, Nashville is such a unique city. You got people from, from everywhere coming in. But they're, like, the Jags of all people, like, our <laughs> rivals. So – unfortunately i'm locked in just from like starting then um it's definitely 
not too fun, but <laughs> for a while it was like kind of a gimmick. It's like, okay, this is like, it's like ironically, you know, a fan, but yeah, this year has been pretty tough. I'm kind of on strike with them right now just because <laughs> there's been a lot of really bad stuff coming out from like the organization. Like yeah. whenever I haven't really looked too far into it, but there's a lot of shady stuff coming out. A lot of players mm-hmm. seem to be unhappy and treated unfairly. So not cool. Not cool by the Jags. Do you think they're tanking for Trevor yet or are they still putting all their eggs in the basket for Minshew to, you know, pan out even though he's not going to? <laughs> so, I, you know, if they're tanking and it wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to tank and doing like a bad job of it. I mean, cause they're probably going to come in last and especially looks like Houston's getting a little bit of a resurgence there. They're getting a little, little fire back. Yeah. Um, with uh, King Bill being gone out of there. So <laughs> I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Personally, if, if like the optimistic Jags fan in me would think, try to build around Minshew for a little bit, try to get some weapons, because it, it would sort of have him in the same piece as like how they're, they're saying like, oh, if Trevor Lawrence – knows he's going to the Jets. He should just stay in college for another year. Yeah, it's yeah. like going to Jacksonville, you got, I mean, you got some weapons, you know, like Chark's really good. You got a couple mm-hmm. of receivers, but over, and I mean, their defense, you know, they got, they got pieces everywhere, but it's not a whole, it's not an organization anyone really wants to be like, oh yeah, I'm excited to go there. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's, there's really no. That's kind of part of being a Jags fan. You're just kind of like, I, I expect the worst, and then something even weirder happens. But um, I knew it was gonna be bad. But fuck, you blew my expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch The Good Place? I don't think so. Okay, you you need to watch it because there's someone on there that literally reminds Jenny and I of of you because he's from Jacksonville, um, and nice. He. <laughs> So whenever he throws like a Molotov cocktail at, at something or like any, anything he throws, he's like, Bortles. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just fucking Patrick right there. Um, one last question on the Jags before we jump into the Burrow versus Herbert discussion. Does London have more Jacksonville Jaguars fans than Jacksonville? That's a, that's a really interesting point to bring up. because I love looking at the fans when they go over there. Oh, I know. It's it's crazy that everyone there is like full on, you know, they love the Jags. And I, I think it is cool. I think the whole idea of, you know, eventually spreading out the NFL, making it international. And I, th- I think all that is awesome. Uh, probably. I mean, there are a lot of people in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, it's like, I would probably say more UK fans, though, honestly, especially with right now. I think a lot of people in the city feel like me. I mean, if if you're ever bored enough to you know if you see any jags content like their instagram and stuff if you look through the comments i mean i, I think out of like ten thousand, there's probably two nice ones and it's probably because it's like a bot saying like <laughs> hey like come, come look at my page it, it, not good times um it, it's interesting as well with their organization like i mean you know the the family is also the owners of like the aew right and so it like they could just, I don't know. I could see them just like selling the whole thing. Cause AEW seems to be doing pretty good. Um, so I could see them just like selling the whole thing and starting fresh, but hmm. I think they should like one. I think Goodell wants to like deep down in his body, he wants to move 
a team over there, but it does I, it, it takes so much out of teams like when they travel yeah, over there. Yeah, and that's what I was. That's and I was just gonna add this small little question. Do you think that the Jacksonville Jaguars would be the first team to go over there? I think yes, but the scheduling part is going to be, I mean, that's so tough. Um, it, it's already yeah. tough for, you know, teams to be scheduled on Monday and playing, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the week after on a Sunday. So I definitely think there's going to be a lot of logistics put into that. It'd be cool to see if it could work in the players favor and, you know, the fans and of course the you know organization as a whole, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be going to be tough. That's a, it's a long flight out there. So they'd yeah. probably have to have a structured Thursday night, game only for jacksonville mm-hmm. because you still because once you play the thursday night game you're not turning around on sunday you get to go like an extra 10 days or whatnot so jacksonville like gets the joke of when tennessee plays them that they should always be a thursday night game but that might just be jacksonville's home <laughs> slot if they ever <laughs> are, are playing yeah they could just put it on like nfl network or something yeah and just like this is it they they would like play whatever team was like either coming off of a buy or going, I guess going into a buy the week yeah. after or something. Yeah. Seven in the it. morning. No one's watching it because it's in UK time. <laughs> 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 All right. Burrow versus Herbert. We were discussing it a little bit before you hopped on the podcast. Uh, do you have any good stats for us in comparison to Herbert and Burrow? Yeah, I do. Let me, uh, let me share my screen real quick. So this ooh, doesn't look, ooh. It's, getting, it's not real corporate right now. Oh yeah, we got the we got the Excel rolling here. Um, let's see here. That's like my one of my worst like pet peeve in the office. Like, all right, I'm gonna share my screen. Or can you guys hear me or see this? Or <laughs> you're on mute. <laughs> every every single call. <laughs> every single freaking call. I'm gonna be that guy because I never even use Zoom. I'm a hashtag Webex guy. So I, don't see, I don't even see where I can uh, I can share my screen. I don't know I if you probably can and share the screen. We'll 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 put this on uh, fast. Uh, right. it is disabled right now. It looks like. What the hell does that mean? It's disabled. <laughs> I can share mine. Dang! It says host disabled. I'm locked out. I'm banned. Let me see if we turn this <laughs> thing on. All right, about to share this little document that Pat sent over to us. And take it away, buddy. Can you nice. see the screen? There we go. Yep, yep, looks good. Okay, so the Herbert versus Burrow debate, very interesting. One, just because I've seen you guys talk about it in the group chat for the fancy group chat, and I've seen you guys uh, go back and forth <laughs> on it, so... One, I was like, this will be a good one to, uh, to kind of instigate in. I'm kind of neutral on this topic, so I'm excited to see y'all's uh, opinions here. But um, okay. this right here, shout out to pro-football-reference.com, <laughs> powering Pat stats. Great, great source right there. If you ever want any data ever, you can find it there. For uh, They also have like pro basketball, pro golf, and any sport ever. But right here, we just have the general stat lines. Looks kind of crazy here. There's quite a few uh, columns and such. Couple to kind of narrow down when comparing these two. Um, and, and just for reference, we're looking at just the past four games to kind of make it fair. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Also, of course, the first, you know, first game for the Bengals was against the Chargers, ironically enough. But 
Um, you know, Herbert didn't really get any playing time for that. So looking here, first we want to look at, um, you know, if you, if you look at column H there, completions and attempts, it, you know, Burrow's thrown it, let's see, 61 attempts in the uh, Cleveland game, which I love. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so many throws. Um, 37 completions out of that. And kind of kind of tails down a bit for the next few games. It drops down to 44 attempts, 36, and then 30 for the last game against Baltimore. Um, his completion percentage is fairly steady. You know, it's game – two or well week three game three is going to be 70 percent right there drops down a little bit to 69 percent nice um pretty tough one in the last baltimore game but also it's baltimore so i mean could be you know expected there but if if you look up at herbert's he he kind of sees a you know he he sees similar actually let's see here Sorry, we can edit Herbert's this out. Pretty, Herbert's pretty impressive. So he's 97 for 141. Um, then I'm looking at this. He's averaging 35 attempts per game to Burrow's 42. And Burrow is 112 and 171 attempts. This man stays throwing the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what's interesting too, the the first game um for Burrow was crossed out, but it's funny because their first uh the, both of their first games, the rushing attempts is funny. They both had like four and a half yards per attempt. So oh, yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. They were oh, running man. for their lives out there. They're uh <laughs> they were definitely going going after it. Um if you look at Herbert's rating though, he's put up some pretty crazy numbers. I mean mm. they both have I mean just to go back on things, I think both of these quarterbacks are going to be household names. They sort of are already, yeah. but sort of like how, you know, for me growing up, it's like you hear, you know, Peyton and Tom. I, I could, this bold statement, but I could see them eventually developing into that just from mm-hmm. these couple games that we've watched. So they I are in the AFC. You- yeah, no, they are in the AFC. So Ryan and I, we think it's the new Peyton and Tom is Lamar and uh, Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I agree with that too. But one of these guys is definitely the Big Ben that jumps into the middle of that conversation, like to fuck up the whole <laughs> Lamar versus Pat AFC championship type of ordeal. Ryan, what do you think? No, yeah, you're right. I don't. I haven't figured out which one yet. I like Joe um, Burrow, but I, I'm sold on Herbert. I fucking love Herbert. Yeah, he's solid. I mean, another thing too. That's interesting to look at. So Chargers, I mean, they have been taking some L's, but all their mm-hmm. games, I mean, an L Super is an L, close. but all their games have been so close. Like, it's it's been fun to watch. It's been really competitive the whole time, too. So yeah. that's been something cool because at the end of the day, you know, a W is a W. You know, you got to gotta win no matter what numbers you put up. So it is unfortunate that, you know, he's had a pretty tough start, but – you know, it hasn't been you, – you would think, like, oh, it's a rookie quarterback. They got beat, you know, 31-0, to zero, stuff like that. I mean, these yeah. have been pretty good games. And another thing, too, is that the Chargers have played some really good teams every yeah. week. So, um, Before we jump into this next tab that is labeled CMC, I assume that's for the pod as well. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, before we jump into that, I want to look at column O right here, the sack total. And this is the big difference, in my opinion, between Herbert and Burrow because I feel like Burrow should be wrapped up in bubble wrap because <laughs> Herbert averages two sacks per game. And then you got Joe Burrow over here averaging nearly five sacks per game. He literally got sacked seven times last game against Baltimore. <laughs> if if those numbers stay up, he's not going to stay healthy for the whole year. Yeah, that is true. Because Herbert over here, he's got a clean pocket. I mean, he's running around a little bit, but – the difference between Even, Herbert's running is he's those are design runs. For Burrow, he's running scared scared for his life. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's kind of close is fumbles. Yeah, they are pretty similar if, there. Yeah. So Herbert has three, Burrow has four, and they've both lost more than one or one. Uh, Burrow's lost two. But, yeah, they're both even quarterbacks. It's going to be fun to watch them develop through their careers and even this season. I'm just ready for Herbert to get his win. And, you know, he's knocking on the door. It's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah. But I would say the one thing that we still – that we have to look forward to is that we have four young quarterbacks that potentially could carry the NFL into Mm -hmm. the next, you know, 10 to 15 years. Yep. No, I agree. All right, let's jump into this CMC tab, Pat. What we got? So you're this about, is one. You're about to make is, Ryan bust in his jeans right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a interesting, huge topic. I mean, I, I've been watching this closely from fantasy football. You know, I have uh, CMC in, in one of my other leagues, and I uh, I just picked up Davis in, in our league that we're in. So I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching, you know, the numbers for – you know, both throughout the season while they were active. So, you know, of course, first off, CMC, one of the best in the game, best running back, you know, one of the best running backs. Crazy injury. I mean, this has been an insane year so far for injuries. Really, really tragic, really tough. Uh, So CMC goes down, Mike Davis comes in, and then all of a sudden, this guy's doing pretty good. So, I pulled up just, you know, this season so far. Um, Really, you can only go off of the first game from CMC because I think he got injured maybe like uh, halfway through or so. Yeah, I believe. He he was on 47 of the the snaps, uh, which is still a lot for half the game. Um, So just looking at, like, his rushing, his yards per attempt were, you know, about 4.2 yards, which is awesome, which is really good. Mm -hmm. And then – Mike Davis comes in next week and he puts up, you know, 3.54. He's got five yard or 5.25 yards per attempt uh, against Atlanta, which I mean, it's Falcons. They've uh, had quite a tough year, but he's putting up five and a half yards per attempt. That's pretty crazy. So I'm interested to see what y'all's thoughts are. I think it's week eight right now that they want Christian Caffrey to come back, but yeah, curious on what y'all's thoughts are you know, how they're going to manage that when he comes back. Should they split these backs half and half, keep Christian McCaffrey, you know, kind of healthy. If uh, another call out too is uh, if you look at the offensive snaps for Christian McCaffrey, he was on 65 
and that's 97% of the offensive snaps that they took. So, you know, wow. of course he's expected to be a, a workhorse, especially, especially this year, a lot of changes in Carolina. Seems that Teddy Bridgewater, maybe, you know, they got some W's. He's, he's you know, getting the swing of things there. Yep. Um, big Teddy yeah. fan myself, so it's cool to see. But if you look at the, the workload for uh, Mike Davis, he's around like 70 to 80% in the past couple games. So, Ryan, so. Ryan, I'll let you take this one. This is your boy. And <laughs> I, these, these numbers might, you know, put a little knife through your heart. Knowing what, knowing what might not be there for you come week eight. Nah, no. Okay, so yeah, when they initially they were like, okay, he's gonna come back, and then they were like, okay, he's not gonna come back to week eight. So if he's not gonna come back to week eight, that means he's not gonna really come back to week nine. They're not gonna jump the gun, you know, with him. I kind of feel like they might kind of ease him in. He might have like 25% of the, you know, carries or workload or whatever. But the one thing is that Mike Davis pretty much has, I'm not going to take this lightly when I say this, has filled CMC's shoes for these past couple of weeks because everything that he has done, he has literally matched everything that CMC has done. Productive. If not better. Yes, I'll, I'll give there you the you yes for that. But once CMC comes back, like I'll say week nine, I think he's going to – Mike Davis is going to take a back seat. They're probably going to split some of the carries. I mean, I kind of think that they don't want to fully split it half and half, just like how they used to do with uh, D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart because I was – uh, train wreck waiting to happen because you can't pay both backs fifty million dollars and can't pay nobody else. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So I don't think they'll split it half and half. But looking at these numbers, I think McCaffrey comes in and overtakes the running game. Mm-hmm. And you kind of look at this. Look at this passing. So uh, Davis's first game, he only had one rush in this game. But he had eight targets for eight receptions in the game that McCaffrey went out. Yeah. Third game, nine targets, eight receptions. Fourth game, six for five, or five for six. And then uh, the fourth or the fifth game, ten for nine, like nine for ten. Yeah. And he's getting in the end zone. So he's literally nearly almost 100% in pass catching every single week. Mm-hmm. I think you could – let McCaffrey run the ball a little bit, take that extra workload that he would, you know, take on in the passing game and designate yeah. that more to be in Mike Davis's role because he's proven it. It's kind of like what Eckler and Melvin Gordon were when they were together in LA before Eckler got his chance to be a workhorse back and look at what that happened to Zoom is yeah. telling us we got to hurry up. Fuck off Zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what they'll end up doing because they're not just—they're not going to just you know make it a split backfield because they paid McCaffrey all that money. So they're going to get the yeah. out of the passing game, or I mean the running game. But they found another weapon that they could utilize. They might as well keep it and keep McCaffrey healthy as well. Mm-hmm. But Pat, you another, have anything else? Yeah, go ahead. We got oh, ten yeah. minutes left before Zoom kicks us out. 
Oh, dang. Yeah, that's, (laughs) that's all good. Another interesting part too is, and I think I may be thinking about this just because I was watching the D Rose documentary that's on YouTube. Really good if you haven't watched it, by the way. It's called like I think it's called like uh, Life of Pooh or something. That's his Life nickname. of Pooh. Yeah, yeah, that's his nickname, <laughs> I think. Um, but uh, it's really good. But I, I say that because you know, whenever D Rose got injured initially, you know, terrible, terrible, you know, one of the worst injuries that can happen to a basketball player, any athlete in general. But he came back relatively quickly for an ACL tear. Um, I think it was like he was out for like eight months and he was back on the court. So we see how that happened. He, you know, tried to come back too early, got injured again. So my thought on it is, you know, with CMC, is is this a year that North Carolina thinks that they're going to make a big push? Because that their division right now is kind of a toss up. Everyone for the most part is three and two. They're, yeah, they're tied for first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The shootout yeah. there. It's going to be interesting to see. So it's like, you know, if, if they were like in the Falcons position where they're like, Oh, we're Oh, and five, you know, we're, we suck again really bad this year, but uh, it, you know, they, they could make a run. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think if they're five and three or even, you know, four and four, maybe. So do they have a buy? I don't think they do. No, they don't. So let's no. say they win two of their next three. So they'd be, yeah, five and five and three. I think you start to look and think we can make the playoffs. And if that thought's in your head, I think you hold off Christian McCaffrey still because you're still getting an efficient you know, amount of workload and production from Mike Davis, get them both, get, get McCaffrey healthy near the end to, you know, help you get that final push for the playoffs and see where it takes you. Either way, I don't think you rush him back because he's worth so much money. You just spent, what was it, Ryan, over a hundred million, right? Or 72 million? Something outrageous. Yeah, it, was it was like, like it's, 105 or something. It was Yeah, because it's like 16 mil a year. Yeah. You don't want to get so, hurt. So just, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think you play it safe no matter what, even if you're in or out of the playoff push. But, I mean, right now they, they have playoffs in their mind too because of where they're sitting. They're kind of like the, the little a better NFC East to where – the NFC South is kind of in shambles. No one really knows what's going on. It's kind of like the NFC East, like where they just suck, but they're still in shambles. And yeah. anyone, like the Giants, can still make the playoffs somehow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it all. Uh, Pat, we got five minutes left. Anything you got for us? You wanna you wanna close us out with some crazy stat? Oh <laughs> uh, no! I wish I I wish I had more. No, that's uh that's all right now. I'll have to I'll have to come back whenever whenever right. y'all got some free time. I'll I'll throw some more stuff together and yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how everything's going to play out this year though in the NFL and uh, of course, you know, you're like no other with everything going on, but in these unprecedented times. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. <laughs> yep. All right, well that's going to do it for us, Pat. Um everyone go follow Pat at Sports Stat Pat on Twitter for all your, you know, noteworthy statistics and an- analytics from the genius himself, Patrick Frazier. And we look forward to having you on in the future, buddy. 
Sounds good. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Thank y'all. All right. And we're back and we want to just close out the show with a quick thank you to Patrick Frazier, Sportstat Pat for joining us. It was a fun time having him on. And thank you guys for listening again for our weekly recap yeah, and breakdown. We hope you guys have a successful week six. Take our picks because we're the smartest in the room. At least I am. Even though, Ryan is, even though Ryan's beating me still on the season long, I'm coming for him this week. Uh-huh. And best of luck to all your bets if you're betting out there. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. When your anchor's on the line, stand ground and bust. Ain't got we trust, but just in case, keep it loaded and locked, ready to rock and shake the spot, the foundation.